0: Now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You know, oftentimes uh, you read or hear about uh, people quizzing uh, people on the radio about why don't you ever sneeze on the air? Or did you ever get the hiccups? Did you ever have to? Yeah. Just as we went on the air, now our very good sound man, uh, uh, formerly I guess, uh, used to be with us, not. County tomorrow, sneezed as we went on air, but you didn't even pick it up, but he, he did sneeze.
1: You want to recreate the sneeze, Joe, just so everything it is open again, and man? above, voice.
0: This is Mr. Joe Caboble, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> See, it is a kind of a funny sneeze he had, but it did scare me.
1: Comical sneeze. Well, we've had a lot of accidents here today. As a matter of fact, earlier in the day, Kirby Ayres, the strolling accordionist, strolled into the uh, young Dr. Malone operating room while surgery was in progress oh, boy! created no end of havoc, I understand. He did, really? And I saw him in the hall. He said he was going to come in here. I think he did. Here he is. Hi, Trip. what you do there? Walk in on the uh, Malone show? Gee, he's, he's not saying much. He's chagrined.
0: So to yes. Cyril Torture our sound man, is talking to himself. Not sound man. He works at tapes and uh, the uh, transcriptions on the show. He's talking to himself today, friends. So it's a very confused Bob and Ray show that we. Is everything still quiet now? Okay. Well, let's get to feature number what's, one. what's, uh, huh? what's uh, Cyril talking about? Maybe if something we can help him with. I mean, we might as well.
1: Is it something? Do you have it? any problem that you want to bring before Bob and Ray, and you're afraid to, Cyril?
0: Just, uh, if you want to answer, hold up your after card first. No, all right, no answer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is this first feature? First, we're going out to sunny California, to uh, the land of make-believe. I was going to say that. Were you? Yeah. You want to say it? No, no, you've said it. To uh, Hollywood and our correspondent word car. Oh, you can really turn a phrase, Bob. Oh, you you
0: can really turn a phrase. Land of.
1: Make believe. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's great, great, I think great. it applies very well to great. the cinema capital. I of hope the world. you're
0: listening, Victor Bruce Cowan. Because if Bob is ever out sick or has a bad haircut and can't come in public, I hope you can turn a phrase like that.
1: Well, I'm trying to learn, Ray, and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. All right, then, word car. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bob.
0: Word car is standing by in Hollywood now. So come in, please. Word
1: Car. Word Car from Hollywood. Today on the set of the new motion picture starring Bartley Overstreet and Betty Cash, entitled The Monster That Stepped on Cincinnati. One of the most unusual technical developments in motion pictures is about to be seen here as a mechanical monster strides through a model of Cincinnati as it appeared in 1933. Bartley Overstreet, the star, is standing here with me. I'd like to ask you a question or two, Bartley, about what we're about to do here.
0: We're about to see the... Actually, the climax of this great uh, film. Uh, Because of uh, this particular climax, we even changed the name to The Monster That Stepped on Cincinnati... From its original one, which was It Came From Out of the Sink.
1: And as I understand it, as soon as the monster steps through this model of Cincinnati... He walks into the Ohio River... Yes. ...which is uh, being uh, set afire and has gasoline in it.
0: Well, I think maybe uh, it would be better for me to explain the entire uh, set. Now, this set was built uh, to scale of Cincinnati. Uh, It costs over $11 million.
1: One of the most complicated uh, sets ever designed, I understand.
0: Yes, and... uh, The uh, the pity of it is, of course, that the monster will walk uh, through Cincinnati, uh, knocking down all the buildings and so forth, so that uh, this set will be worthless uh, after the filming.
1: More is the pity. What's that? More is the pity, I said.
0: Yes. Well, uh... I see
1: they're just about ready to... To uh...
0: get to the climax and to kill this monster... Uh, we have the Ohio River, of course, the simulated Ohio River flowing by, but it's filled with the gasoline-high test, 37 cents a gallon.
1: And that a signal from the director the river will be uh, set afire.
0: We bought that in New York, and there was a city sales tax on it. So, so we don't
1: need to go into that particularly now. by. almost 40
0: cents a gallon. And uh, what we do is, uh, when the monster steps into the river, a stagehand out of view will uh, set fire
1: to... on the set! Get it ready to roll. They're all
0: set to go. Now, you'll hear the music, and you'll hear a lot of noise as the monster, who really is normal size, walks through this miniature...
1: Sound! Action! Cincinnati. This is a take. Music. Why didn't you light the river? Well, a strange thing has happened. The Why didn't you light the river? The $500,000 model of Cincinnati has been completely ruined. River. However, no one set fire to the river. Idiots! The director is tearing his hair, and uh, Bartley Overstreet, the star... Why didn't you light the river? ...is practically in tears. Bartley, can we have just a final word from you? Do you know what happened, or...
0: Yes, they didn't like the
1: river. Well, I understood that, but... Uh, and as
0: a result, uh... The entire set is the, ruined. Uh, the set and the climax of this film is useless and ruined.
1: Well, it's certainly a sad ending to what... Well, will go me.
0: back to the original title. So,
1: And just use the sink set.
0: We'll have the monster <laughs> go down the sink.
1: Well, our thanks to you, Bartley Overstreet, for explaining this scene that we've just uh, seen blow up in our faces, so to speak, and it's word fire from Hollywood back to Bob Ray.
0: Uh, I remember, oh, I think it was four or five years ago, Bob and I were at a microphone one day, and we were conducting a, an interview with a person who had a pet tortoise, as I recall. And, uh, yeah, They wanted uh, to trade it, didn't they, or something? That... That's right. And, uh, it gave us an idea. While we were interviewing him, someone called and said that they'd like to make a trade or swap something. Oh, give me the phone. Hello, hello, hello. We're on the air. Don't you know that? Hello, Ray.
1: Uh, oh. Kent Lyle Birdley here. Yes, of course, Kent. Say, I'm on my way back to New York, Ray. Oh, and, well, that uh,
0: certainly is good news for us. Just to
1: report on mm. my progress. All right. Well, go ahead, will you? Well, I'm in Moline, Illinois now. I I expected
0: luck. So this, uh, this fella gave us the idea for a swap shop.
1: And, uh... Well, what it did was establish us, uh, a feature for radio that we've been doing for the past five years. Yeah. Who was that on the phone? It was, uh, Kent Lyle. Oh, the oh. World's worst radio announcer. Dion still on his way here. He's heading towards New York, Bob and I. Oh, good. You know how he talks. I know. So, you know. so anyway, we're going to have a swap picture he here. Today. I'm going to put the bite on you, Bob. I'm afraid so. Sure. Anyone here have anything they'd like to swap over the radio or on this program? Yes. I, uh,
0: I would like to swap an, uh, an attaché case that I have with you... the initials uh, BT. Well, What
1: would you like to swap it for, Mr. BT? Uh,
0: for one with the initials... Uh... Z-F-M.
1: Well, Mr. B.T., why would you or possibly want... Or
0: QM Finley Quality Network.
1: Oh, wait a minute now. I think we've got a... We've got a, a fella here that uh, shouldn't be. Uh, do you work for them?
0: Uh, yes. We um, uh,
1: salesman. We have, we have orders uh, out that no uh, nobody from that network should be allowed in here. Mm-hmm. And evidently you weren't stopped at the door. I got to have a ticket... However, as long as you have this thing to swap, why, why do you want to swap it?
0: Well, because uh, uh, the initials B.T. are not mine, and there was a mistake. When
1: the... You mean you picked this up, it belongs to someone else? and No, you yourself...
0: uh, somebody gave it to me as a present. <clears throat> See, they thought that my name, uh, the initials of my name, were B.T. BT
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> How they could ever come to that uh, conclusion, realizing that my name is Zachary Francis McGowan, Is beyond me.
1: Uh, Well, uh, if anybody in the audience has such an attache case, we'll have them get in touch with you if you'll leave us your name.
0: I'll stay right here.
1: All right. Maybe after this word, we'll find someone. All right. And this word goes like this Uh, You have an attache case with the initials BT. We want to uh, welcome those new subscribers to the Bob
0: and Ray Show. And, uh, well, what were you saying now?
1: I was uh, asking Mr. uh, McGonigal, was it? McGowan. McGowan. Uh, you have this, pre- this attaché case with the initials BT, and you'd like to swap it. No one has one.
0: Well, in that case, uh, yeah. I'm stuck with it. So I guess you'll
1: have to take it home. And...
0: Yeah. Well, uh, in that case, uh, I'd swap a headache I got for an upset stomach.
1: All right, well, this feature's gone far enough anyway, sir, and it have been a very good interview. Hi, Bob and Ryan. Yeah. Tex Blaisdell
0: here. Hey, Tex, uh, do you remember Kent Lyle-Birdsley? No, I don't, Ray. Sounds a little like you. That's all? Yeah. And. Is he in the music game as I am? No, he was a famous announcer years ago on all night programs, and they used to sell balloons and
1: things like that. Tomorrow I'd like to introduce a new sound that I have. I think you'll like it. You, uh, you can't do it today, huh? I don't think this time today. All right.
0: So you're still working in the music business? I'm still with it. We were talking about you the other morning when we were discussing the program, saying that Tex Blaisdell hasn't been around in years, seems like. So now he
1: has. Yeah. And we'll be back uh, to say uh, so long in ten seconds.
0: This is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by yourself. You'll think we're going home.